Welcome to the Prodigal and the Priest podcast, a podcast about faith, sports, and two friends from different cultures. Here are your hosts, Joey Scansella and Father Paul Bechter. Welcome, welcome, welcome. How's everybody doing? We're back in the house. Finally. Finally. After all this time. It feels like it's been a really long time. It has been. I have no idea how long it's been. The whole relative time thing. It's Well, when did we stop? May? Eh, I don't know. I don't know. Something like that. So we stopped temporarily once we found out that you were being transferred. Yeah. And more and more, every time I run into somebody, they say, Are you guys starting to back up? Are you getting Father Edwin to do it? I was like, Father Edwin, what? And uh, which maybe we'll have him as a special guest. I think that would be great. That'd be great. So we are back. Prodigal and the Priests, season two. Strap on your boots and get ready. Right? Do you strap on boots? I don't know. I'm not a Texan. I strap on sandals. Lace up your sandals. (laughs) Lace up your cleats and strap in. It is so good to be back bantering about nothing. This is this is really the most we've been around each other in yeah. months, really. So we want to get people caught up. This first episode is just the catch-up episode and inform people of a few new changes. So coming up because, and we'll explain how it all went down, but Father Paul is the new vocations director for the diocese of dallas Mm -hmm. i'm recruiting seminarians (laughs) maybe um Uh. (laughs) and uh because he travels because he has a lot of conferences different things very um, important our schedule may be a little bit different but we're going to be producing one podcast hopefully a week and with that podcast we will include times of a topic questions that pop up maybe about that topic or other topics that you all can still submit. Remember, if you have any new questions for season two, submit your topics at um, prodigalthepriest at gmail.com, stanamparish.org slash PTP. Look at that. Look how easy I remember all that stuff. I spaced out. I wasn't paying any attention. There you go. So submit your questions. We would love to hear from you. There's a few to get caught up on from the year as well that we'll go into but we want to catch up our listeners in case you're like i didn't know anything changed or you didn't know something changed we're going to give you an inside view to the changes so Mm. when did you find out that you're being moved i don't remember (laughs) i think it was in may so in may i went and uh it's actually kind of funny story i went on a silent retreat um and i was gone i was like completely unplugged i was a couple miles at a cell signal there was no wi-fi um up this in the, is the one where your car battery died no this is a different one but same kind of idea um just multiple silent got, retreats a year gotta go you on you know, the life. Gotta. every parent right now in the world is like i can't even get five minutes of silence a day let alone so, multiple silent retreats but okay can, so canon law requires it <laughs> Canon law requires it. All right. Okay. So I was on that retreat. And then when I was driving back on Friday from that retreat, uh, I got back into cell signal and my phone started to blow up. And I actually pulled over just to check and see kind of, I knew it was going to blow up, but I wanted to see what I'd missed. And I had missed calls from the bishop, like himself, (laughs) missed calls from the bishop's secretary. the, The reason you say that is because... In all your years of being a priest, how many times has the bishop personally called you on your cell phone? 
First time? <laughs> it might have been the first it time. It might have been the first time, folks. So so you were like, and well, I'm like, either being kicked out of yeah, the diocese. What did I do? Or I'm in trouble for some type of heresy. They got <laughs> they got hold of the podcast and they <laughs> said, right. we got to shut this train that, down. That was my first thought. Is, yeah, they are uh, retroactively censoring me uh, for the podcast, for some of the hot takes. Um, hot takes, because we're so popular. <laughs> that's right. So well known. It's still listeners. just our mothers listening. That's right. Um, no, I've been affirmed by that. I will say that more people at the carnival and in this church mm. have been like, you don't know me, but your name's Joey. I'm like, yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> and they're like, I listen to the podcast. I feel like I know you. I'm like, that is the point. We want you to know mm. us. And they're, and like, they're like, is like, it starting back up? I'm like, yes, soon. I've been people, saying that for three months Yeah, now. me too. The people have spoken. The it's, people have uh, spoken. It's what they want. Okay, so... I called the bishop back and um, was like, hey, actually, I texted him, <laughs> which millennial. just feels weird. Yeah, but got to embrace a millennial. Had a meeting with him the next week, and uh, he asked me if I'd be the vocation director for the Diocese of Dallas. And it was a big shock um, because I knew there was a possibility I could get a new position. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd been assigned to St. Anne for two years as parochial vicar. I was kind of just assuming I would be here for a third. It made sense with us getting a new pastor and all. And and we've had uh, that before with like Father Kevin Woodward yeah. and a few others. But you know it's going to be two or three years for your parochial vicars uh, for the most part. And first assignment, usually. First assignment, parochial vicars. And so I figured, all right, we're well, probably going to talk about assignments. But Father Edwin, who is our new pastor at St. Anne, if you're not familiar with that, you should... Check it out because he's doing an awesome job. Pastoral administrator, excuse me. That's actually a really important distinction. <laughs> he's not the pastor; he's the pastoral administrator. Everybody which comes with all the responsibility and none of the rights. Um, Every time he introduces <laughs> himself as pastor, I just like cough under my breath. I'm like <laughs> pastoral administrator. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so he had the vocation director job for the last seven years. Um, and was doing a really fine job, like a really impressive job. I did not expect him to be moved from it. Um, so when I was thinking, like, what are we going to talk about in this bishop's meeting? I was thinking, well, maybe I'll get asked to move into the seminary, or maybe they'll ask me to move to another parish, either as parochial vicar or pastoral administrator, perhaps of a small parish. And I just, it didn't enter my mind that I could be asked to be vocation director. And it definitely didn't enter my mind that I would be replacing Father Edwin and he would become pastor here at St. Right. Anne. So it it really worked out in a tremendous way. I think I'm, I, I miss St. Anne a lot, um, but also I'm kind of just saying that because I really... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, I was actually there today. It was nice. Um, you said the, uh, the, celebrated? the noon mass, yeah. yeah. Um, but... I am really happy in this new position. It's a it's a very different schedule, as Joey mentioned. I should just call you the prodigal, so everyone's clear on yeah, the yeah, relationship yeah. here. Yes, but the as the prodigal mentioned to the priest, um, <laughs> it's uh, it involves some traveling. I've been spending the last couple months um, doing. It feels like every week is different. Like I've helped out at some parishes already on Sunday. Right. I have given a vocations talk at a couple different places, including last week at SMU um, for their first Jericho night this year. All right. All right. That was pretty fun. Um, it's like a night, praise and worship, a talk, adoration, yeah. right? 
Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, I took like double the time allotted for my talk, which was typical. Usual. Usual. Yeah, typical. Glad to so know Jericho, I lost like that. they want the walls of Jericho to fall down, or? So, yeah, like send the walls crashing down by God's power, and you know nice. we build up these walls in our hearts. Uh, okay. I spun it towards vocations, like you know what is God's plan for me? Do I have walls that are preventing mm. me from even considering it? I've been uh, meaning to tell Nikki I've been discerning. <laughs> Once you heard about how many silent retreats. Once I heard how many silent retreats you got and we have three kids, I remembered. Oh, yeah. yeah. Can I like enter the priesthood late? Uh, Hey, let's talk. Let's talk. (laughs) That's that's my job now. That's your job. Um, So so the funny part, though, when you when all that went down, and I think we can say this is so you meet with Bishop Burns. Yeah. And he says, you can't tell anyone. Yeah. Right, because you asked. Uh, yeah, of course. you're like, can I tell anyone? And 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 I said, especially my podcast partner, partner and closest <laughs> confidant. Which yeah. I mean, it is kind of funny. We we talked often, we texted often, we hung yeah. out a lot. Um, and I knew all I knew is you were like, oh, it's interesting. I got a call from the bishop. You know, nothing. Yeah. I Nothing. slipped up. I shouldn't have even admitted that you because even admitted that, people who know know that that means something. Something's going to happen. But I'm not a priest, so I don't know. Yeah. And but then you could you didn't say anything. You held it. <laughs> and I resented you a little bit and mm-hmm. respected you a little bit. Oh, okay. Um but <laughs> but all you said to me, do you remember what you said to I me? I remember. Yeah. You said You 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 asked me Am I going to be happy or sad? And I a said, a very Joey Scansella thing. Yeah, you were trying to do like twenty questions or something, and I was dodging pretty well. And then I was like, you know what? I think you're going to be both, little of both, little happy, little, little both. Sad. And so that's what I had for <laughs> what three weeks, four weeks, almost. It was a long time where you were just puzzling over that, like yeah, like. And I tried to respect it. I think I respected it pretty, pretty well. I didn't push too far. Yeah. And so then. The day before the ordinations, we get a all staff meeting called mm-hmm. by our then pastor, now retired, Father Henry. Mm-hmm. And Father Henry and you were there and um, announced that, you know, hey, it is true. I am officially retiring for Father Henry, right? <laughs> um, we were all shocked. Exactly. <laughs> and so he, he announced to the whole staff like the first shocking news, which is your new pastor is going to be. A pastoral administrator by the name of Father Edwin Leonard. Father Edwin Leonard. And everybody looked at, in case people don't know this, Father Edwin's mom is on staff. She works in the children's ministry department. And so everybody like shot to her just looking, looking at her as she like kind of hit her face and didn't know what emotion to have, joy, Mm -hmm. tears, fear, any of it, you know? (laughs) So, which is funny because at one point Father, Father Henry told her, well, you'll never have to worry about Father Edwin being pastor here because you you guys would have to be dead. Mm-hmm. And so the story goes that Mary told me, oh, right before the meeting, Father Henry said to her, well, I guess you better start planning your funeral. <laughs> <laughs> so He's good with those. Little, he's good. He's good dicks. with those little zingers. Yeah. So he announces that everybody's just shocked because, and it's kind of good to share this for the average person, I mean, it is a big deal. It's not just like, it's not like you 
being named pastoral administrator here because mm-hmm. you didn't grow up here. No. Like you don't have deep roots here. Yeah. Like it's probably one of the biggest shocks I've ever seen in my 10 years in the diocese as a youth minister and hearing assignments because of how deep the Leonard roots are mm-hmm. in, you know, just, I, I think his parents were one of the founding families and he grew up here and went through life teen and, you know, all the ministries and that, and obviously like went off, you know, been vocation director and, uh, doing a great job as pastor in continuing to follow up on what father Henry put forward. Mm -hmm. But I mean, people were like jaw dropping shocked. Yeah. It's something that like, I think people didn't dare to, (laughs) to dream that that could have happened because that's just not like, you don't normally go to your home parish like that. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's, I think it's really exciting uh, for this parish. Um, yeah. Also, it was kind of perfect because his first weekend here, the gospel was a prophet is not welcome. Ex- <laughs> it is, how's it go? I always get confused. The prophet is welcome except in his own town or is not welcome yeah. in his own town. I always town say a prophet is not welcomed in his own. Yeah, there's some yeah, like some, other, yeah. I think it's a triple negative and it. You would know yeah, that. I don't know. Yeah, so so everybody's in shock. Bible. But then the gasp comes when Father Henry also announces, <laughs> well, obviously that leaves a vacancy in our vocation, and Father Paul Bechter is going to be filling that. And then he says, and Father Francisco is being moved <laughs> yeah. as well. Like, so they just like, they cleared house. Yeah, complete reboot. Yeah, and so Father Francisco ended up going to... St. Anthony and Wiley. Wiley, and they're... Parochial vicar, mm-hmm. Father Ramiro. Mm-hmm. Alvarez. Um, Alvarez came here. So we have Father Ramiro Alvarez, our pastoral administrator, Father Edwin, and then a newly ordained Father Samuel Martinez. Um, yeah. And so, and he's part of the neocatechumenal way. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sure we'll talk about that at some episode or something like that. And so we have, uh, yeah, quite the experience. But it threw everything for a loop because, I mean... You had things planned. You were coming on Laredo, different oh, things yeah. like that. Father Edwin, you know, he had things planned. You know, he's also, what is it, the conference you're going to? He works with them. Oh, the NCDVD, National yeah. Conference of Diocesan Vocation Directors. Yeah, so he's working with many different things, and then all of a sudden it's like. Yeah. And then the ordinations happen the next day at St. Anne's mm-hmm. because we have the best live stream in the diocese and in my opinion and Joey built the life <laughs> if you build it he will come <laughs> and so uh we have a great live stream we were able to live stream the ordinations and they announced it and it was just it was crazy how it spread like a staff member First off, people were texting me like, have you heard? I'm like, yeah, I'm on staff, people. (laughs) Yes, I heard a day ago. You know, like, but it was so funny. So many people were texting me like, how do you feel? I'm like, like, I probably got more texts of that than when Sophia was born. (laughs) I'm like, what? How do you feel? How are you doing? I'm like, good. Good. I'm excited. You know, happy, a little sad. Yeah, a little happy, a little sad. And, And I was like, now it makes sense. Now it makes sense. And so you were close to figuring it out too. I was close in my head. I was like, 
I had to, I, I, I went down so many scenarios. Mm-hmm. It was like, um, what's that movie with Matt Damon? And he's uh, writing on all the chalkboards, the math equations. It's I a was good will say, hunting. I don't know. Uh, beautiful mind. Beautiful mind. All those. Like they're uh, all the same. Thing. I'm just like on whiteboards and <laughs> windows, writing with uh, sharpie markers, <laughs> being like, "What's the equation? You've got what's the, the string formula? up connecting things. Your never... face is on the wall. Father Edwin's, <laughs> Father Henry's, Father Francisco's. <laughs> well, got, I didn't you've even got it. like the yeah. blown up picture of Father Kevin's head on the. Yes. <laughs> on the wall. Yeah, we still do. Red but head. it's funny now. Father Kevin's been long. Gone for a while, you know, mm-hmm. from St. Anne's. That sometimes people are like, who's that guy hanging mm-hmm. up on your wall? I'm That's like, right. Oh, Father Kevin. Rev so, Kev. so you transition July 1st. Yeah. What? So what have you been up to in the time people ask, like, how's Father Paul? How is he, how's he doing? I'll be honest. Like I said, this is probably one of the longest periods of time we've hung out since you've become vocation director. It's true. Um, besides a once or twice watching a game or something like that, but your schedule has changed greatly. Yeah. And so I'm still figuring it out, but basically I've become the prodigal now. Yeah. I'm just go- journeying off to distant lands. And, and I am, I'm the priest in the line <laughs> of Melchizedek. Right. <laughs> Holding down the fort. <laughs> um, so I've, I've been doing all sorts of stuff. It's been a really, uh, the best image I've come up with for what this last two months has felt like has been, um, like in the middle of a gear shift hmm. um, and people who drive manual cars or whatever, like get yeah. it. I, I grew up driving a moped that was like a dirt bike. So it was manual. So you I, learned, clutch I learned on a manual 1984 Dodge Dakota. Nice. Yeah. It's good stuff. But um, so, you know, when say you're in first gear and you've got it revved up and you're going kind of as fast as you can without burning something out yeah. first gear. And then you you pull in the clutch, you shift gears, and in that kind of interval while the clutch is pulled in, you're like this. It's like you're in outer space for a little bit, you're just like free, like the yeah, the engine isn't engaged anymore, um, and so you're just coasting. Um, and then as you let the clutch back out, the gear reengages, and if you do it well and don't stall it or something by laying it out too fast, um, the gear gradually reengages and you can feel it picking up speed again and now it's going to go faster because you've probably downshifted mm-hmm. um but that's that's how i felt i felt like the clutch has been in and i've been slowly letting it out um as i get my mind around what this uh position entails and mm. what is the best strategy to going forward and um I've been to an NCDVD conference, so National Conference of Vocation Directors, uh, Diocesan Vocation Directors, um, and it was their Institute for New Vocation Directors, and it was awesome. It was kind of like a retreat uh, in parts, and it was also kind of like networking with other new vocation directors and learning from some of the old guys like Father Edwin. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the old guys. I know. The, more, the ones with experience. Um, the old 38-year-olds. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Grizzled. <laughs> Weather-beaten. Um, and uh, so my, just honestly, my, my kind of goals right now mm-hmm. that the clutch is all the way out and I'm engaged into this new gear of being vocation director there to get to know the diocese a lot better because I'm not from here. Um, I think you'll know that I'm from Bermuda. <laughs> um, I, I grew up in the uh, the island of Bermuda, like the Triangle, 
And can you, I always have to say it because people think it's Bermuda, Texas. Um, is there a Bermuda, Texas? Th- there might be, but they just assume that there is. Oh, Because like, okay. there's an everything else, Texas. There's like in Italy, Texas. Uh, and Italy all and Paris. Oh, I forgot you guys say Italy. Italy. Italy, um, Texas. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, so coming over here, like, I think I've also told my vocation story before and why I feel so at home in Dallas. It's mm-hmm. where I found my faith and where I heard the call to the priesthood. But um, it doesn't mean I know this place well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know parts of it well. And I know like pockets of parishioners and different things like that. So that's one of the goals right now is to get to know the parishes, get to see the different youth groups, get to speak mm-hmm. at places like SMU um, and at our high schools and just to get to know the lay of the land. Because mm-hmm. um, you kind of have to do like a sort of reconnaissance uh, or you have to reconnoiter. I always thought that was a cool word, <laughs> kind of British. But um, before you can form a strategy of yeah. like where you're going to invest your attention and energies to promote vocations and things like that. Um, mm. And uh, that's the stage I'm in right now. So I'm trying to... If, if you happen to be listening, here's a plug. If you happen to be listening and able to invite me to something to come <laughs> speak Somebody's or to like, get to know you better. Come to dinner at my house. No, like speak. particularly what I mean is uh, like youth stuff um, or parish stuff. But that's, that's kind of what I'm doing right now. I'm also mm. um, learning from Father Zach. So I work with Father Zach Webb as part of the vocations office team. He's in char- person too. Shout out. Shout out. He is the director of seminarians. So a lot of people come up to me and say like, oh, how many seminarians do we have? And I'm like, oh, I don't really know. I don't care. look at that number that much. And I should know. You were about obviously. to say, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I, sh- I don't know. I don't care. I should know. Right. But that's, but, um, that's not directly my responsibility. Mm-hmm. I assist in that. Uh, right. Because we have divided the position. So he's in charge of current seminarians. I'm in charge of getting new seminaries and accompanying the guys who are discerning. Um, And so here's another plug, which I'm sure I'll come back to many times (laughs) from this very powerful and wide reaching platform. If you are thinking about becoming a priest, um, I want to talk to you. Yeah. Uh, Go to our website, which is dallasvocations.com.org. One of the two. I can't remember. Um, You are going to make a (laughs) fine vocations director. Search for Dallas vocations on Google and then see what it uh, fills it in. I think it's .org too. Um, So that's, that's what I'm doing. Um, I feel settled now. I feel like the gears are engaged and they're pulling forward. I've met with uh, several guys already um, to help them discern. And it's, I I think this, this next year is going to involve a lot of learning uh, for me, um, <laughs> a lot of those times where you're on, a, you're on an incline at a light and you're waiting for, I remember is like the most terrifying thing after learning how <laughs> yeah. to, you know, do a stick shift. And it was like, you're on that incline and you're just like, Oh no, someone's pulling up behind me. And yeah. it's just like, don't you either like, don't get to yeah, close. you either just burn rubber. You're like, <laughs> yeah, slam you're like, it down yeah, before exactly. you let up the clutch. Let up the clutch. So it's going to be a lot of that for you this year yeah. or stall, <laughs> stalling out. So just uh, as long as we're going back to the manual transmission analogy, um, my motorbike when I was 16 uh, had what's called an open stack, uh, which allowed it to get more air. 
into the oh, carburetor okay. and the whole mix. Um, but it also meant that when it rained, um, it would sometimes get water in there. Yeah. And so I remember one time I was at a friend's house and it was evening um, and then it was night and then I was ready to go home and it had poured rain outside. In Bermuda, we get these like squalls that just pop up and torrential downpour for like three minutes and then they go. Yeah. Kind of Texas-ish. Yeah. Um, and uh, it had flooded completely, like literally flooded the mm-hmm. carburetor uh, through that open stack. Um, and the only way to get it out, other than just waiting for a long time or dissembling it, is to run it manually. So like... To engage the gear and to sit on the motorbike on an incline downhill and Pop just the clutch, right? Yeah, essentially. Yeah, just let the clutch out and just let it like sort of grind. Like it's not going to turn on because you can't get the spark in there yeah. with the water, but like it's just working that water through. And I had to push that bike up a hill many times. I don't remember how many. It's a montage in my mind. So like 10 times or something (laughs) like push it up there sit on it and then just like ride it down and then finally finally it turned over and it it was just such a sort of like (laughs) like soggy soggy but glorious sound is like (laughs) like barely on (laughs) gave it some gas but uh did you relive this when because you also vacationed in bermuda you went to see you thank you you went to see your parents (laughs) and vacation like did you get to relive your glory days of riding the stick shift i did not you didn't rent a car you can't rent a car there it's very confusing you Um, cannot cannot so bermuda is uh an interesting place it's british you drive on the left it's small uh so the roads are one way each way a lot of them are just designed for Mm. like like, you know, two lanes, but one one way each way. A lot of them are designed for horse and buggy, um, so they're not wide. The cars are very small. And um, for those reasons, among others, they just they don't, want people don't have drive. the space. Like, there's no car rentals. You can right. rent a moped. Did you do that? No, nah, they were kind of expensive. Um, I just took the bus, and Dude. my parents drove me around. Oh, man. but um, That would have been awesome. Yeah, th- they're like 50 cc's, though, like. It's like less than a lawnmower engine. <laughs> they go like 20K. Um, Dom's passing you on a scooter. That's right. No, somebody could coast on a bicycle down a hill and pass sometimes you. pass you. Oh, um, my gosh. Because bikes can, bicycles can pick up a lot of speed. So we're not talking t- like Italian Vespa-esque things Looks, or, yeah, a, a lot of them, similar. Yeah, I thought those were lame when I was in high school. Now I think they're cool, yeah. but... In high school, I thought they were lame, so I got like a dirt bike. Um, It's a Yamaha DT. Nice. But yeah, the Vespa type things are the the more normal um, motorbikes that they have there. Yeah. So yeah, I I went back to Bermuda earlier this summer um, in that period of the clutch being all the way pulled in um, and got to visit my parents for the last time before they moved from Bermuda. They've lived there for 27 years. Um, Wow. We moved there when I was six, and uh, they were there on a work permit the whole time, uh, renewing it every three years. There's no real path to citizenship or residency for them, so we knew that we were going to have to move eventually, but 
basically my dad's job closed its office in Bermuda mm. and he can work remotely. Right. But he can't live there without the physical office because of the work permit. Got it. Um, so they had to move and they actually moved just earlier this month. Um, and I managed to sort of nip over there and see them uh, right before nip they left. Over there? Yeah, a quick little, quick little nip over quick little to. little nip. <laughs> to you the brought the fam- my family back some rum cake, Bermudian I rum. Did. Bermudian rum. Bermudian. Bermudian rum cake. And Pretty some good. sand. And some pink sand, <laughs> some coveted pink sand right. that I am willing to sell on the black market if anybody <laughs> right. anybody wants it. So that's what we've been up to. Me, I've just been slaving away uh-huh. as youth minister. In the grind. In the grind. Children's ministry kicked off. So yeah, it's going great, but we're excited to bring you Prodigal and the Priest Season 2. We got a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about books. We're going to talk about movies. We're going to talk about what we're watching, reading, and thinking. We're going to talk about the hot topics that you all have questions about in the Catholic faith. Maybe even a little sports. Can we talk about a little sports? Exactly. We've really traveled far from our roots. Yeah. Kind of out of necessity. But... But just a little It is fantasy football time again. (laughs) It is. (laughs) We are... We will be... uh, in in the in the wage of battle soon like <laughs> just going at it me and you so yeah it's gonna be fun I'm yeah pretty, pretty confident in my team who's my quarterback again oh yeah super bowl champion tom brady <laughs> okay TV 12 you don't even, <laughs> you don't even <laughs> like tom brady that much it's true <laughs> so get but out you were of like here. ooh, big big gamble rolling the dice and then he came i through think that was week. my wife said who said that anyway but thanks yeah all right yeah. all right all right we'll do it so Ooh. we're so <laughs> on that note we're so glad that you all are going to join us on this jersey journey for season two we're excited to bring it to you so send us those topics send us those questions prodigal and the priest at gmail.com or stamparish.org slash ptp we want to say on behalf of joey scancella father paul Bechter, take care god bless <laughs>